it's very racially insensitive. Yeah. Your only bike for eternity is Ironhead. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 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 what's up everybody? We back. It's Nar Talk, episode 29, season 28. Episode 28, season 3. I mean, we even talked about the shit ahead of time. <laughs> I'm your host, Corey. With me as always is Lori. Me. And Tripper Tripper the Throttle, Throttle, Gripper, Clutch, Slipper. <laughs> I was. This weekend, I was out there. Yeah. yeah. We was riding motorcycles. What did you say? A proper ride? Yeah, for a proper with, ride. With, with proper people? We, that uh, was... Yeah. Well, we got to ride. We, we yeah. actually rode. Yeah, we did. It was great. It was but good. 80 I got, degrees. I got stung in the titty. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hurt. God damn it, that hurt. It hurt so bad afterwards, I thought the motherfucker was still there. I'm like, right. I'm like, God, get him off. God damn it. I thought he was still... It wasn't. It sucks. I, I thought it was stuck you, in my shirt. I got one in my face before. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Hurts. <laughs> Trying to do this shake it off dance like riding shit and this <laughs> shit is terrible. Pollen was was uh was pretty awesome. Covered in pollen. So it didn't really affect me too much in my nose, which it usually does. Mm-hmm. But when we stopped at the gas station, I like hit my pants and they just like <laughs> green shit went everywhere. Dude, I could feel it in my mouth. Ew. It was gross. Yeah. I just get it uh the back of my throat just starts getting really scratchy and then my and then my sinuses just drip and then I just get a lump of phlegm that stays there for the next three months. Yeah. It's sick. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be coronavirus. I don't know. <laughs> no, we were going too fast for the coronavirus to yeah, catch up. We outran the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I was trying Speaking to... of which, I really appreciate it. Appreciate you guys letting me go in front for the majority of the time, but it made me crack up so many times when uh, we'd like turn on like a faster road and everyone would just go Zero! and I'd be like, "All right, I'll catch up. I'll be right there, guys." It just made me smile. I mean, how was your bike running? It seemed like it was speeds? better. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So uh, I uh, adjusted the tension on the, the cam chain tensioner on that XS six fifty. Um, which is surprisingly easy to do, and uh, yeah, it seemed like higher higher speeds weren't breaking up like they were, so that might have been it. I don't know. Keep we got to keep riding, figure yeah. it out. But it definitely felt better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I think the so my bike's running real good right now, and I think I hate my carburetor. Yeah, because <laughs> there's still like. Someone wrote in for this, I don't know, a while back, a few months ago. They were talking about that. I got an SS Super E, and there's a certain point in the RPMs right. where it sucks. It's flat. Yeah. Yeah. And I've experienced that now to where, like, it's it's mid-range for me. And so, like, if I'm taking off, my bike wants to die sometimes. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. It's just like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, it'll kick back in, and then it's fine. And then if we're riding, it's awesome. Hmm. So and, it, and it starts it's good. It's the in between. Yes, in between. Yeah, yep. that's where they always have the issue yep. is that flat spot. Yep. Because it's probably that point where both jets are on and it's just flooding it. Yeah, probably. It also floods uh, every time I turn it off. <laughs> and I even turn my gas off like a block away from the house. <laughs> and then every, like the next day, whenever I have to kick it again, I have to clear it out. Like I think I don't have to clear it out, mm-hmm. and then I have to clear it out, mm-hmm. and then once I gets once it's good and clear, it's like first kit, right. boom, right there it goes. Well, trifling, yeah, super e. 
So are we allowed to ride even though the mm. governor just said... Super... <laughs> <laughs> even though the governor just said stay inside forever? I don't know. I mean, we're still going to go to work, so... No, I know that, but, like, is motorcycle riding considered, like, exercise? I bet if they saw the six of us riding together, mm-hmm. like, someone might not like that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say they'd be scared because we were so horrid. <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'd be like, fuck the police. Fuck, fuck, fuck the police. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Rand said it with authority. Well, so like, because we're not really around people or unless we like stop at a gas station and like old dudes want to come up and like shake our hands and be like, I really like your motorcycle. That junk was funny. I pounded him out and he was like, oh yeah, I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I think coronavirus is probably the last thing on that guy's mind. He don't care. No, I mean, um, I get it. Like, you see motorcycles, you want to talk to people. That's how motorcycle people are. I get it. But also, there's a virus right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, he was, like, I mean, a legitimate dude. Yeah, for sure. He told me that his wife, when she was pregnant, eight months, rode from New York to San Francisco on a... Triumph tri- 750. Se- yeah, Triumph 750, eight months pregnant. Rigid frame with a 12 over springer. Yeah. Why is it that these fucking guys, if you guys ride a chopper, <laughs> right? This is, this is my thing, right? If you ride a chopper, you fucking know the guy, right? The guy comes up to you at wherever the fuck you are, usually a gas station, and he tells you some couple of stories, but they are all are the most ridiculously detailed fucking stories <laughs> in the goddamn world. It's like, I woke up that morning, I had oatmeal and graham crackers and half a glass of milk for breakfast, and I got on my motorcycle, and it was black. It was a 19... 19- Fucking whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like everything is like it was a nineteen fifty-four pan head in a rigid frame with wishbone, had a six over hydroglide front end, and a sissy bar it was three and a half feet tall and a pee pad. Twelve that, inch apes. Dude, that that's their life, man. It's just so hilarious to me. Like everything is so fucking detailed. Because even him, he was like, and I was coming down route whatever to fucking Alabama. Right. Like, every, like we know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. And you're just like, every, just, but, it, but uh, it was like in Cochise, Alabama or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, Cochise. Yeah. <laughs> I think, honestly, I don't think, it, maybe it is motorcycle guys. I was just going to just lay it out that it's just old dudes. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it's like, but also, I if think that's your I, thing, man. Well, yeah, it is your thing, and he's probably told that story, let's say, fifteen times, maybe even more. Yeah. So he's got it a yeah. script at this point, yeah. where like every detail is fucking worked out, right? Where it's like this is, but this it is adds what, to the story. It does add to the story, but it's kind crazy. The details. I'm just, I'm, I'm remembering the story now. You know, the details was like, I was on. It was like a forty-five. Or not 45, maybe 55 panhead. Rigid frame. And he had all that stuff. And he's like, and then someone hit me in a 68 Cadillac. Yeah, he even knew the the year and the make and the model of and the car like, that hit him. I flipped over that. And then a 72 Chevy truck was <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, at me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the kind of shit I'm talking about. Yeah. I hit a 64 fucking Cadillac. It was blue. <laughs> and then I flew 750 feet and there was a 72 Ford pickup co- truck coming the other way. almost smashed my head. But he kept going. Like, How do you know that? Flying through there, he's like, 72. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like, the dude doesn't even stop. <laughs> he's like, I swear it was a 72. it's crazy yeah that's good that's good he's got to get the details especially in like a state like that you know because you got to be able to tell the cops (laughs) well and also like he probably wants to tell people that he feels like would you know understand yeah the story a little bit better yeah fair enough that's like yeah if you were going 60 miles down the road and someone like is a is a full-on collision right Mm -hmm. yeah like you'd fly also, all of those details kind of paint a picture of, uh, like, you know, it wasn't a Ford Festiva. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. a big ass Cadillac running over you. Yeah. So that paints a diff that that gives this other layer of detail about how traumatic it was. They'll it was all fuck you up going that car. fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying. He was a real one though. I know. 
Oh man, yeah, that's cool. Um, so that's the only thing that we have to worry about, I guess, is uh, when we're riding motorcycles, we can social distance, except people want to talk to us. Yeah. Well, that's that gas station parking lot curse, though. I yeah. love hanging out in gas station parking lots. So <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it kind of takes me back to tour. Mm-hmm. Right. You'd, 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 you'd hit the gas station, you'd hang out, smoke a cigarette because you couldn't smoke in the vans. So yeah, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, especially tour before GPS. Right. Yeah, it was like it was a like, good you part. You get to town with the Atlas, you pull it over at the gas station, and you find a phone, and you're like, all right, where do we go from here? Had to ask a punk. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. I feel like it is like a nostalgia thing for me too, because we used to go on a lot of family vacays or whatever, but we'd always end up like stopping at the Wawa or whatever it was then. I don't feel like I don't know how long Wawa's been around, but my dad loves. 7-Elevens, like we would always stop at every single fucking 7-Eleven, get coffee, got to get a big gulp, got to get your grandma's potato chips. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of convenience store nostalgia going on. Plus Beavis and Butthead hung out at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Getting nachos. Yeah. Speaking of which, my dad said that he might start listening to, to Nartok, mm-hmm. but he asked me three times what it was called (laughs) so he does know how to find itunes on the phone so i'm hoping that he hears this episode first he's almost there he's almost there he's almost with us (laughs) (laughs) but it's because my my brother out in california was listening to it and was like it's actually good (laughs) (laughs) it's like i know oh whatever what is going on in motorcycle world Ain't coronavirus, man. That is what is going on in everyone's world. This damn craziness. Well, while we were uh, riding, me and Corey had a brief little conversation where we got off our motorcycles with exact opposite thoughts. Yeah. And Corey was thinking how much he hated everyone that we saw riding motorcycles that day. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking about how, like, I'd much rather see like a lame, stupid motorcycle on the road than a really cool motorcycle in someone's garage. Right. Yeah, like, people are getting out. I like to see someone riding a motorcycle. Yeah. But what? I appreciate the waves, but, like, when everybody's riding, like, can we just all agree to not have to wave to each other? <laughs> <laughs> like, if there are a lot of motorcycles on the road, let's just all agree. I think if you're in a pack it's okay. and at least one person in the pack is the waiver. I'll do, yeah. Have yeah. a designated waiver. Or just, there, there's always going to be the, the one person that will always wave. How about whoever's in the back has to wave? Because you can see, you got more time. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't bum me out if someone doesn't wave at me. And I don't know why I always wave at people, but I do. I'll do like a head nod. To wave or not to wave? Oh, that's a good question for our listeners. Y- are y'all out here waving? Do you wave? Y'all wave? Yeah, I mean, I'm a waver. I, I'll do like a finger point sometimes. Sometimes I'll like do a head nod. One dude gave us like an inverted, um, like, like what's like a or hang what, loose. What's the, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like he was riding his bike kind of weird too. And it was like, oh, yeah. The way he did his left arm was the kind. That's right. That's the that's Hawaii, what that is? Hawaii thing. Yeah. The kind, bro. I just try to <laughs> pretend like I'm not comfortable taking my hands off the steering wheel. <laughs> Sorry, not comfortable. Just kidding. You know who I won't wave at? Who? A trike. What? I, I hate those guys. I waved at the trike guy because I was like, yeah, you're out here. I hope he crashed right after that. <laughs> I thought what? I was the hateful one. Why are you hating on Man, the trikes? I hate trikes. Why? Because it's some bullshit. All right, but Ride here, a motorcycle. Here's my experience. Unless you are disabled. Yes, that, that's <laughs> why people have trikes, dude. That's not why people have trikes. I, in my experience... The trikes that have come into the shop or guys that have come into the shop with their trikes or asking about their trikes or just telling me stories about their trikes (laughs) is typically because they've ridden their whole fucking life and now they can't. That's not who I think rides trikes. I mean, I get it. Like you have type 2 diabetes and you lose a foot. Yes. And you're like, I still want to ride. Yes. That's cool. Go ride a trike. Or heart condition or Everyone that I see riding trikes. Is some like alt right goatee looking <laughs> asshole who's just like, you know, thinks that it's safer. 
to ride a trike because it has three wheels. Knowing it's way more dangerous to ride a trike. You can flip them way easier. And it's so stupid. Just stay at home. You ain't cool. <laughs> Probably wore airwalks when we were in high school. Y'all hear how serious Tripper is right now? He's real serious. Wait, airwalks weren't cool? Hell no. That was posers. <laughs> I had airwalks. <laughs> real ones wore S's. What? Oh, the Etnies? Sacones? Yeah. Oh, well, there Etnies. was Etnies and then there was oh, yeah. the ESs. Now you're wearing Sacones right now. I know, but I'm That's not different. trying to be a skater. I'm just no. We're not. Uh, high school airwalks definitely were out, but when I was in like first grade, airwalks was cool. Well, yeah, but you're a kid, a little kid then. But airwalk, it was like airwalks, Vans, and Vision Streetwear. That was like those were the skate shoes. Man, they didn't have Vision Streetwear in Mobile, Alabama. Mm, nope. Vision Streetwears are hot to death. Somebody bought them out, and they're still reproducing them and shoes. And I would like cool. to wear them. They look the same. Yeah. They're pretty slick. Well, enough about us. <laughs> enough about skateboard shoes. <laughs> Did anybody write us any questions this yeah, week? Yeah, we got a bunch of ridiculousness. Um, let me start at the beginning. Hold up. Let me start at the beginning. What? All right, these are dumb. Hold on. <laughs> So Tripper wants to know. Oh, I forgot already. The wheel chain can never be too loose, right? <laughs> I assume you're, you're referring was... to your 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 chain. Yeah, I guess mine's like slapping in the breeze. It was like hypnotizing. I kept like just glancing down, and being like, "Oh God, uh, oh God," <laughs> like waiting for it to just jump off. Is it easy to install new signals and brake lights on a Sportster? Define easy. Define. I don't. Yeah, that's a tough question. What kind of sportster? How like old bulb? is it? Yeah. Does it still have wiring? Did it have them before? No, it doesn't. Who took them off? Do y'all know if if anyone makes any repop um, turn signals that like has the 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 smarts inside of it? Hmm. I guess the smarts is in the switch itself. Like you when the, you turn the left, uh, yeah. Oh, <sighs> yeah. No. The smarts is in the switch. Yeah, the, it's a separate part, but uh, that makes it blank. Yeah. On the older bikes, it was relays. Yeah, they just used relays, and on the newer bikes, the BCM controls all that shit. And then there was like a weird middle time where they had the turn signal module that controlled it, and I don't know how that works. It just does. Well, I mean, you can, I've done it before. I had to do it in engineering school where he basically built a turn signal circuit and you just use a capacitor and a resistor and you have an RC time constant that you can adjust the value of your resistor to where it has a, a time that it charges up and releases. Mm-hmm. And so it ends up just kind of, you know, flashing. It sounds like old school. Yeah, it's like. This, this most basic technology, but if you set it up right, it works. Right. Yeah. So to answer that person's question, we need more information. <laughs> Correct. Um, I mean, try it out, mess it up, and then bring it to engineer frame. <laughs> COVID-19, is it in or out? Well, it's definitely in. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's scurry. It is scary. Like watching the news, reading the news, listening to the news. The news is scary. It's a lot going on. And I bet every single one of you out there knows somebody who knows somebody who has it. Like that's where it's at. As opposed to last week when we didn't know anybody that had it. Yeah. That's how much it spread. There was like, there was a doctor given what? I don't even want to go into it. But point being, shit spreads fast and it's scary. So it's real. So take it seriously. So stay inside. Unless you're riding your motorcycle. (laughs) Can you remove an Evo and trans with the primary attached? I know you can do it on a twin cam. You could probably do it on an Evo if your back can handle that. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds heavy. It would be heavy, but it can be done. I know you can definitely do it with twin cams. But they're also, you know, the way the cases are, the way the transmission and the engine cases are bolted together. I was going to say, is the Evo like the way that mine is where you got to pull... Well, yeah, it's bolted to the primary. No, no, no. I was thinking the um, the the cases are bolted down to the transmission on the rear. 
That's it. You just got to pull those. That's on the rubber mounted models, yeah. But mm-hmm. on the solid mount, it's not like that. Like it's it's got like kind of it's got a plate, uh-huh. like a four speed, oh, like but a, it's a different style plate. Okay. It's the five speed style. So plate. in theory. In theory, you could probably do it, but I've never tried it. Hmm. Might be a Let motherfucker to wiggle it out, honestly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. usually when you do the motors, you got to kind of lean them a little bit. Because you got to get them up and out of the frame, out of the mm-hmm. cradle. So it might be a real pain in the ass. I don't know. I know you can do it on twin cams. I've seen it. I've seen it done on twin cams. I haven't seen it done on Evos, but that don't mean nothing. Would you rather A, this shit for another six months, or B, your only bike for eternity is an iron head? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I'll take six months of this. Yeah. <laughs> the, both of them sound expensive. Well, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no so, shit. I guess with the six months, I have a more likelihood of not having to spend as much money later. And I have seen some cool iron heads in my day i've never seen a cool pandemic <laughs> so that you, might be a good you're going argument. for the iron head? that might be a good argument for the iron head more people will die with a pandemic than an iron head i'm pretty sure but more people might want to kill you because of the iron head <laughs> <laughs> you may want to die because of the iron head <laughs> you may want to die because of social distancing and isolation Aww. too Speaking of, this is a tough one. FaceTime, y'all. Everybody should be FaceTiming everybody. Although, speaking of my dad, uh, my other brother FaceTimed me and then thought it was a great idea to also FaceTime my father, who happened to be driving and answered the phone, <laughs> which is hilarious, and was FaceTiming with us while he was driving. Like, I mean, that's bad. Do I need to teach him? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a grown ass man. He should know this shit already. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite hilarious, though, because um, he wanted to be included in the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <He> just... <laughs> Dads are wild. Yeah, they are. All right. What else? All right. If this is the apocalypse, Livewire or Pan America? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I would Probably... definitely go Pan America. Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah, because the live wires already have electrical issues. <laughs> <laughs> Do they really? Didn't they recall a bunch of them? Yeah. Well, well the they, main... there weren't enough charges. Yeah, you can't charge them. So, like, they were having charger issues, actually. Oh. So, yeah, live wire, you couldn't charge it if, if it was the apocalypse anyway, because you couldn't find a charging station. That's a good point. Gas would be definitely a thing, too, though. Yeah, like well, Mad Max. It'd be easier to find gas than a charging station. At least for a little while. Yeah. You could also eventually, unless you developed like a solar array, like somewhere kind of hidden, mm. and then use your make your own cell batteries. No, just build a solar array that runs through an inverter that then can charge your. So Tripper would go with the live wire. I'm just saying, if you if you wanted to get around town, and and the world was coming to an end. Uh, electricity is a little bit easier to produce long term at your house, right? Than gasoline, right? True, hmm. but I still don't want to ride an electric motorcycle. So, but you could sneak up on motherfuckers and steal their food and their ammunition it on a quiet. live wire. I just want to thumb and Louise myself off a cliff at that point. Really? I would like to <laughs> see how long I could go. Yeah, I'm trying to ride it out. Yeah. I'm trying to play the game of life. What mods would you recommend for post-apocalyptic choppering? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, shotgun holster. Yeah, obviously. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Or some sort of... A way to hold weapons. Type device, right? That you could like maybe have some kind of like spinning action with it. Uh, sidecar. Oh, sidecar. That's nice. So you roll 3D real easy. Yeah, that's good. And have a gunner. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of like, uh, what am I trying to say? Where you can turn it? Turret. A turret. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, extra gas can, like extra gas tank. Points, probably. 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. Or you could start the apocalypse with your electronic ignition. Just make sure you got a couple like sets of points. Two, three sets of points, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a handful of condensers. A yeah. tool roll. Mm -hmm. Dynamite. Dynamite? Just because. Oh, but modern dynamite. So not the stuff that blows up when it shakes around too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Good thinking. I was just thinking, there's some movie, I think it's a Clint Eastwood movie, where they end up blowing up just like going up a mountain or something. Machete holsters. Multiple. Mm -hmm. Also like hidden places to keep things. I don't know what. Like, what like, like you, yeah. Like a push button on your uh, your tank, your gas tank mm -hmm. that like clicks open. Yes. And then like there's a gun. Yes. <laughs> Lots of weaponry. <laughs> yeah. These are all these are all from Chip. Oh good. Chip. Oh no, this is Rescue Pit. Yeah. She's just been chilling. He was, so she's he was just rapid firing. All kinds so. of questions. Chip, you're bored as hell. Is coronavirus <laughs> actually just the disease from Planet of the Apes? <laughs> Oh, Ooh. maybe. <laughs> it like, got real quiet. I was trying to think back on all of the, the you things. You blew it up. <laughs> Do you subscribe to the Mad Max or Red Dawn apocalyptic doctrine? Uh, I'm not familiar with the Red Dawn. Red Dawn was communism. Mm. And then what was Mad Max? Just that Mad um, Max was... I'm going with Mad Max on this one. But so Mad Max was more that like the earth kind of fell apart, but one person took over where the water was, right? Like he controlled the water. I don't know. I don't know a lot about Mad Max. And now I'm confusing it with Dune because there was a, that was spice, right? Well, in the last Mad Max, like the newer, the newest one, Homeboy had the water. Right. That was, that but was the early the ones they had gas though, I thought. Right, 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 right. Either I'm, way, the concept being that, uh, I, I'm more prescribed to the, uh, Cormac McCarthy, the road. Yeah. I was thinking about the road as well. I like, I fucked with Boogie. You so like, you would have been, book, you would have been like the mother and you would have just been like, peace. I'm out. I'm can't handle this. and walking into the woods. I thought Book Possibly. of Eli. I was thinking Book of Eli as well. That was um, a good one. So that one. Plus, it's got Denzel in it. Ooh, Denzel, badass boy. He is badass. Even the equalizer. In, yeah. I'm about to spoil alert. My man was blind fucking people up. <laughs> people won't understand what you're saying unless they watch the movie. How long until you start referring to gas as guzzoline? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Is that from Chip, too? Yep. <laughs> all right. I think that's all of Chip's questions. <laughs> What are you doing as a small business to keep it going? Well, we're still open. That's about yeah. that's about what we're fucking we doing. We are able to stay open because technically we are a essential, but we're also considered a non-essential in the retail side. That being said, in Virginia, um, governor states that non-essentials can be open as long as you exercise all of the precautions. So cleaning, which I've been doing, Ten, no more than no 10 more people, than 10 people at a time. Right, six and foot really, distances. You know, it's two people. Correct. And then a customer or two comes by sometimes. Yeah. Or a bunch of you nerds hanging out in the parking lot. <laughs> That's only Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. Which, either way, there's still never 10 people. True. It was funny. I was clowning on people that were hanging out in the parking lot last over the weekend. I was like, you're too close. Yep. Spread apart. I still don't understand the ten people. Um, because, I don't understand the ten people either. Because I like it's harder to control. Yeah, maybe you can't I, control how the people are staying away from each other. I guess so. Like, but I get the, the reality feet. is, is mm -hmm. like us being open. It just takes one person that comes in that doesn't know he has it, and then let's say Lori gets it because she's up front. She's going to interact, right? What? Why and you throw me in there? Well, because then I'm going to get it. <laughs> the later on that day when we're hanging out you know what i mean like right. that's the reality of it so well, that'll limit 20 people from getting it to just 10 yeah and then they tell two friends and they tell two friends <laughs> yeah. and so on and, and then so on. and then everyone gets the story all fucked up by the end <laughs> i don't know so i did i did have uh some thoughts about coronavirus yes i was Please i share. was doing some history research uh because I started watching this show uh, called Pandemic. Yeah, we haven't watched that yet. Netflix. But I, yeah. 
Well, I haven't watched a lot of it, but they brought up the Spanish flu pandemic, which was 1918 and 1919. That was a big deal. Yeah. It, it wiped a, out a lot of people. It was a huge deal. So about a third of the Earth's population got the flu. It was, it was influenza H1N1 uh, from, it was avian style. Uh, it killed upwards of 50 million people. Um, now, 1919 has some other significant things that happened that year. So World War One ends and the troops come back to all their, go to all their countries, uh, which actually, I think it was sparked like the third wave of the virus. And so starting in 1918, it had had two waves already. And then when the troops came back, it was a third wave. Uh, the other big significant uh, historical event of 1919 is it was the deadliest summer or the deadliest year ever for racial violence. There were more lynchings in 1919 than any other year in America's history. Uh, and there were race riots all through the Midwest and the South and the East Coast. And like big cities like Washington, D.C. had race riots. And uh, so it just got to me, I don't know, it got me thinking about stuff because I was like, well, I bet one of the reasons that people want to um, have race riots or do lynchings and be really messed up to each other is like they're looking for someone to blame because their life sucks right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Economy fell out. Um, the other side of that was over in Europe, uh, blacks and whites were treated pretty equally, uh, by, by the Europeans. And so when they came home, the, the veterans were like, Hey, we're supposed to be equals. Right. And then they weren't treated as equals and it was all this tension, but it just got me to thinking about like, like we're not above that happening again. And, and especially, you know, like him or not, the president is not, doesn't seem to give a shit about race relations. And, uh, I don't know. I'm just, I've just been thinking about that. Mm -hmm. The other, the flip side of that is that right after that, we had the roaring twenties. And so we actually had a really booming economy for 10 years right after this like horrible pandemic that wrecked the economy as well as killed a bunch of people. It was just my thoughts on that. I think we've said it a little bit before, but it's right now is the time to be at with one another. Like, I, know, I think we need to be a little bit proactive about not letting ourselves get weird racially just because it's happened before. Right. Yeah. It's unfortunate that, um, we have had so many issues I think in the last few years that have made more racial tensions happen so thus far at least in my observations of the news and things like that people seem to be aware that it, we're all in this together that's like the whole message right mm -hmm. everybody's like really pushing that message <clears throat> also the fact that this pandemic doesn't seem to discriminate any way shape or form age or race or gender which are all the things i think that everybody has been drawing lines in the sand about like this is what i am this is what i am like over the last like we've had a president an administration who has also done that has has definitely like been more outspoken about the differences than the yeah. similarities right so i think I agree that, that that has happened in the past, but I do think that at least in the short term thus far, it seems like people are aware that it doesn't fucking matter. Like, you're going to get sick or you're not going to get sick. Like, it's all, anybody is, is susceptible to it. Message. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Deep Thoughts by yeah. Tripper Christie. Yeah. <sighs> you guys, you just ruined my flow. Keep going. Let's bring it back. Bring it back right now. Well, the only thing, the, the last thing I, I saved, like the real, well, actually, there's another. So, two weeks ago, there was a question where the guy was like, 
Is there a way to make older bikes as balanced as newer bikes? And he said CG. And he hit me up and said I meant that meant center of gravity. And I was like, ow. Oh. <laughs> so I think we kind of roasted him, right? So I meant to talk about it last week, and then I kind of forgot. And then I thought about it this when we were riding. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you'll ever get an older bike to handle as well as a newer bike, and there's several reasons why. Um, the newer bikes are rubber-mounted. I'm not sure if the M8s are balanced motors, but I know the soft-tail motors are actually have balancers in them. At least on the twin cams. I really don't know much about the M8s other than they have too many spark plugs and too many valves. Mm. Um, but they might be balanced. But the rubber mounts help. But the big thing, especially on the baggers, is the way the front ends are set up. Is the front ends are set up to be self-centering. Um, but I was thinking about it when we were riding. Like, my bike's... I can, yeah. I can take my hands off the handlebars... And that bitch stays straight as an arrow. And I didn't plan that. Mm-hmm. I know that there's about the frame was deraked or was raked when I got it. So I deraked it. And I think it's at about 33, 34 degrees rake. Don't know if that has anything to do with it. And it's obviously at slower speeds, it's, it's a little more wobbly. But like, since I run a foot clutch, I do everything in my fucking power to not have to put my feet on the ground. So when we pull up to a red light, I balance that bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting pretty good at it. And uh, I don't know if it's a center of gravity thing, and I don't know how you do it, and I don't know what the math is, but... Yeah, it sounds like some math. Although, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely like engineers that de- design that kind of shit that make the bikes handle the way that they handle and make them do all the things that they do. But you, you gotta know have, I mean? like, the weights and the moments of all the, uh, everything on the bike. Yeah. Would go into a model. Like, mm-hmm. you'd build a model mm-hmm. and you could, you know. And you'd have to test all those balance things. Balance all that. Yeah, then you do it in real life and realize, oh, I forgot about A, B, yeah. and C and you, you redesign. But, but if you're building a chopper or just a, an older bike, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It is a lot of work. But I must say that my bike balances. Yeah, mine does too. Like, I can definitely take the, my hands off the handlebars and, like, go for a while like that. Yeah. And really, it's just, like, I don't feel unstable. Mm-mm. Like, I don't feel like I have to, like, shift or do so, anything to, like, counter anything. It just feels to. like it rolls. doesn't anymore. What <laughs> happened? I don't know. My hand, my... My handlebars wiggle now. They wiggle? They used to just be Hmm. straight. So, to answer your question, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe there is a way. What it is, I don't know. Because I'm not an engineer. I think, for one thing, if you keep everything real simple, it's going to help. Yeah. Yeah, and weight keeping weight down is probably a thing. Because that's the thing, too. you got to think when you're designing something like a bagger, right? It's like an 800-, 900-pound motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Like... You're going to take all those things into consideration. So I think that's where that front end comes in. You know what I mean? That's where, like, wheel size comes in, wheel weight comes in, like, rubber mounting the motor, the way the drivetrain, the way everything's aligned. Like, I think all of that shit is very important because if you're, you know, now those fucking things, they do have a tipping point. And once you reach that motherfucker, that bitch is going over. (laughs) That's all there is to it. I don't give a fuck who you are. Mm -hmm. That motorcycle's falling. You know what I mean? But And if you're going like eighty miles an hour. It's pretty stable. Pretty stable. No matter what it is. Mm, that's true. And the bitch is gonna go straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you really don't notice the imperfections until you're going slow. Yeah. But that's why I was like we were pulling up to one light and I was like on the front end, I'm like going back and forth real quick. It reminded me of like fixed gear bike days, you know, where yeah. you could you could do a track stand and I'm doing that on the with the handlebars and I'm like this bitch ain't falling over yet. Come on, we got this. Oh, green light, and I just shifted into first, and I could go, you know, and I didn't have to put my feet down, and I was like, yeah, I'm figuring this out. Do you think hydraulic or gear drive cam plate? Hydraulic. 
and hydraulic I'd, or gear drive on the twin cam oh yeah 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 hydraulic, hydraulic. yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and i have a why yeah explain the why is the uh twin cam flywheels are prone to gain excessive run out mm-hmm. and gear drive requires very little run out i think they recommend two or three thousands of run out yeah um, it's very low yeah because we have run into that mm-hmm. and if you get excessive flywheel run out with gear drive it will wreck some shit yes if you have the hydraulics you know i think they i think harley says up to something crazy like ten thousand run out is acceptable um more wiggle room and okay let's say that's correct like on the old bikes you want two two or three mm-hmm. i think was the spec on the old rebuildable flywheels so but on the twin cams they say 10 okay but 10 will not work with gear drive it will destroy your fucking cam compartment so it, hydraulics will work with up to 10 Hydraulics might even work with more. I don't fucking know. If you've got 10, you've got some other problems going on any damn way. So that's the least of your worries. But let's say you got five, you know, or you install gear drive because at the time you had three and then you end up with five and you don't fucking know. And then you wreck your whole cam compartment. That's some real shit too. Especially if you beat on it and this flywheel shift. So um, now if you want to take it apart, have somebody rebuild the flywheels, weld them. I've seen welded flywheel shift. It does fucking happen, so what are you going to do? I like hydraulics. They work. I agree. Yeah, they work, and they work for a while. So. And that, that's what you use whenever you do a... Um, cam, uh, cam upgrade, yeah. 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 It's expensive, but, but you never have to do it again. Yeah, and it'll work for forever. Forever. So you ain't got to fuck with it. Um, I believe that's it, everybody. Let's see. Nothing else. Okay. Well, we had a shout out to give to Jay Hell from, I don't know where he's from, somewhere out west, but he's been listening since the beginning, which is badass. Um, he also said, he was also the one that suggested your initial intro. What'd you say? Trip or what? Throttle Gerber? I think it was Clutch Slipper. I said that too. I said both. <laughs> um, but yeah, he said uh, he listens to other motorcycle podcasts for a while and they just get annoying. So apparently we're... Not annoying. <laughs> Fucking A. To one person. <laughs> to one person in the world. There was one more person asked what he could do to help us keep the lights on. Um, Just... Pass on the podcast to people. Because he's he's he said he's kind of broke, but he could probably afford a T-shirt. Look, the reality is, whatever you want to do, we'll be grateful. Even if you just tell your homeboys that we got a stupid fucking podcast. And yeah, listen to I think it. that's great. I think everybody needs to be taking care of themselves financially. Like I I appreciate that on our end, as far as financials are concerned. We got all the all the irons in the fire for all of this new money coming from the government. So mm-hmm. like. We'll work it out. Give my damn socialism check. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but what y'all should be doing is definitely just like spreading your love around. Like, tell other people about the podcast. Just keep people's spirits up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll make somebody laugh. The day will be good. Yeah. That's, that's most important at this point in time. Yeah. You can listen to this while sitting in your house. <laughs> <laughs> pretending to work. Hey. You can sit on the back porch, too. You could draw a cartoon to go along with it if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Let's get some you know, fan art. You ain't got nothing to do. To to draw a bath. Everybody draw what they think Tripper looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Christian had a food question. Hell yeah, what is it? He said, since it's Taco Tuesday, crunchy or soft? Soft. Soft. Yeah, soft, always. Yeah. Come on. That's an easy one. That was easy. I thought crunchy until I left... Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> like, had real tacos for the first time. See, yeah. Crunchy just reminds me of the 90s growing up. Like, Where did Crunchy come from? Because El Paso kit? Yeah, I was going to say that kit, that I, box. I feel like... Crunchy you, comes out of a box. Yeah. Like, wait, how did Crunchy happen? Because I feel like... We went to Mexico. I didn't see a damn fucking Crunchy taco. That's American as hell. It's uh, got to be. I think it's yeah. Taco Bell. 
Is Definitely. that is it Taco Bell's fault? Yeah, because they figured out they I think they they last longer. They have a higher shelf life. Mmm, smart. A cooked tortilla. Mm-hmm. And so then they're just douche, 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 making, douche. making tacos all it day is long. Some douchey shit, ain't it? <laughs> because yeah, in the real taco world, I don't think crunchy is a thing. No, it doesn't exist. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Tostadas. That's right, real. Right. That's flat. That's flat. Yeah. And that's crunchy. And then crunchy flat. And then what? It, Taco Bell calls Which, it a those Mexican are hard pizza. To eat. They have tostadas at Taco Bell. Tostadas uh, are hard to eat. I do like a Taco yeah, Bell messy. Mexican Messi's pizza. Mexican pizza and a tostado mm-hmm. are my two things I get at Taco Bell the most. Right. It's like every culture in a, in the the world has some sort of unleavened bread that they utilize to eat other food with. It's mm-hmm. like that. That was like the original uh, spoon. Spoon. Yeah. Yeah. You you utensil. Deep into the Midwest Other and get some pasties. Fingers. What? Pasties? Pasties. <laughs> if we have any Midwest listeners left, it's what? like a bread thing uh-huh. with meat and potatoes in it. It is awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, originally made for the miners. Right. right, but then so like that's like a turnover version. Like, right? Yeah. So like they take the spoon... But then they just put the food in the spoon. <laughs> so it's like a you. bowl <laughs> and a spoon. So it's like a pie. God, they are so good. It, yeah, it's like a covered pie. Yeah, yeah, those oh, are good. Man. I feel like that's Australian, Australian pasty. I don't know. What's that place that we have here in town? That's Australia. Oh, proper New pie. Zealand. Proper pie. New Zealand. They're New Zealand. They're New Zealand. Sorry for confusing the two. They're very different. They, you, you, they will fight you. I know. New Zealand. I didn't not mean criminals. to say that. <laughs> yeah, they have better cocaine in New Zealand. Do they? I don't know. I don't know anything about drugs, man. <laughs> but I just heard Australia has a bunch of shitty cocaine. Oh, that's a bummer. Mm. There's nothing worse than shitty cocaine. <laughs> I think there's several things that are worse than shitty cocaine. <laughs> okay. Because I've had shitty cocaine. Agreed and to disagree. It still wasn't that bad. <laughs> It's like bad pizza. We're like, meh. Um, <laughs> still, we do ha- still pizza. <laughs> we do have a um, an ad sponsor that we could play tonight. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, let's check this one out. Summit Media cares about our local community, and you can help local businesses right now. Stay socially distant. Ride a Harley. Engine and Frame is open to keep your Harley in shape with tire changes, oil changes, engine rebuilds, and more, especially with your older model shovel heads, pan heads, and knuckleheads. Visit engineandframe.com or stop by on Commerce Road in Manchester. Local, together, stronger. If your business is providing a service to the community right now, submit to be featured in a future PSA at summitmediacares.com. Yeah. We got that we got that free ad. That music sick though. Where did they find that guy? What the guy that did the voice? Yeah. I don't know. I think I could yeah, I think both. I know we. I know all three of us yeah. need to do some voice acting. Nobody wants to listen to me do. <laughs> you can be like, come local. on down. Free. Local, we care. Local cares. So yeah, so come that, get some. If you are a local business and and you do want to do that, go ahead and like it's pretty simple. They're taking all kinds of free, or uh, all kinds of businesses to do free ads for them. So we took an opportunity to do that. That will be playing on six different local stations, including. The new hip-hop station. The old school one. What's it called? G104.3? Yes. That's That radio station is dope. It is. Remember when that radio station dropped and it was like... What Everybody was it? was so... It was nothing but a G thing. Yeah, yeah. for like a week. Yes. Yeah. They just played nothing but a G thing on <laughs> loop. Yeah. It was crazy. I remember that. That was wild. Yep. I was like, well, I know what's on this radio station. Well, it worked because it was a publicity stunt. That got them publicity. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. I feel like that happened in high school that a new radio station started and they played Let's Get It On for like 24 hours, seven, like 24, seven, whatever. I want to be in one of those meetings. <laughs> like the what song are we going to play for four days meeting? <laughs> and everybody's like, I wonder if they just put them all in a hat. You know, they, or they all vote. They're like, here's five songs that we think See, would be cool. I couldn't do, I would say do a song you kind of hate. Right? Because, like, I really like Let's Get It On. Yeah. And I don't want that to be ruined You're for gonna me. You're going to ruin it. It kind of did ruin it for me. I would me. do 
Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> <laughs> so no one would listen to your radio station, guaranteed. No, it would be a, a publicity stunt. They'd be like, oh, this is really silly. And then you start playing music and everyone's like, hey, you know that station that has a really bad idea? <laughs> it's a little bit better now. Remember that radio station, Chumbawamba? <laughs> yeah. Or All Star? Oh, you got to watch out, though. That song is really popular with young people because of Shrek. Uh, See, it's like the Christmas story playing for all day, for like three days. I'll tell you what, though. When they play Christmas story for 24 hours, right? Mm-hmm. I always seem to catch it at the same fucking point. Right. I don't know how that's possible. Which point? The point where, well, there's a couple points. Okay, which points? There's usually a lamp part. Yeah. Like you catch one of those. Where he's in the bathroom trying to decode the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, a, I get that one a lot. Catch that point a lot. I get the one where he's in the basement with the boiler. See, I've never seen the end of that damn movie. Here's my favorite way of watching A Christmas Story. is catching it halfway and then watching it until I, I catch up with myself. Right. So don't watch it completely in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've it never, doesn't matter. It's a stupid movie. So it's like I've the Quentin Tarantino version of <laughs> Christmas <Yeah>. Story. <laughs> Wait, so what happens at the end? You guys don't know. Either. I don't know. They're just, I mean, nothing. They eat Chinese food, I think. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because the dinner's ruined from the dogs. Yeah. And then they got to go, right, and then the duck comes out, and then it's very racially insensitive. Yeah, and the guy's <laughs> just like, the dad just like... He can't stop laughing about eating the duck yeah. on. Right. Which, and the, picking duck is like right. an amazing meal. And the, the servers at the Chinese food restaurant are like over, overly acting Chinese. Yeah. Stereotypical. Cool. Glad we figured that out. <laughs> I didn't even know they were at a restaurant. I, when you were talking about them eating Chinese food, I got thought about them sitting at the house eating Chinese food. No, they go to the restaurant. Well, and then it like pans out and they're like the only ones in there like laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for clearing that one Shows up. Shows how much I know about the fucking Christmas story. That being said, if you have a local business and you want some free advertising, go check out Summit Media. Yeah, they was they was looking out for us. But that's um, something that I think has been kind of neat about this whole scenario is just like watching the flexibility or the like intuitive or uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, people coming up with new ideas. For how to adapt to a difficult situation. Intuition? Mm, that's not the word I want to use. But that being said, the... Inventiveness? Intuitiveness? No. Shit. <clears throat> inventiveness. Yep, the inventiveness. I like inventiveness. Ingenuity. Ingenuity, that's it. <laughs> the ingenuity of the inventiveness. <laughs> the necessity... Mm-hmm, as the mother of invention. Is the... Mother inventiveness. of inventiveness. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking about that too. Like, I wonder if, uh, like, service is going to be horrible at restaurants for a few months after they get to open up again. Why? Because if, like, people that used to work in the service industry find other jobs mm. just because they need to. Right. Maybe. Maybe that'll be the outcome. Because here's, a, here's a, what I hate about new restaurants is they always have, not always, they often have horrible service. Hmm. Because they, I, I think there's this thought that like front of the house is no big deal. Like anyone can go do it. And that's definitely not true. That is definitely not true. Uh, and that's coming from someone who was on the other side of that war in the restaurant business. But... Um, I've been on both sides of those lines and neither of them are easy jobs and neither of them can anybody do. Right. Like you gotta, first of all, give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) That's the, that's the first and foremost. You got to care about doing a good job, making good food and, you know, hosting people. But there's like a time, there's like an internal clock. Right. That has to click and an alarm has to go off of and you think like, I haven't seen this table in the last, you know, mm-hmm. seven minutes. Mm-hmm. I need to go check on them. And on the on the other side of that, when you're a dining, when you're a person dining in that establishment, you got to know that that that's what's happening in that person's brain, like that there's a 
there's a time management thing on their end that they are trying to maintain yeah, as if well. If they're good. And and if they're not good, it may not be because they are doing it on purpose. That's all I'm saying. They got other tables, yo. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Shitty service. Doesn't mean that they're a bad out. person and that they that they have to be dealt with in a rude way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's usually what I do is I like to be really mean to servers when I'm at restaurants. People have been very mean. I actually had a flashback earlier tonight for some reason. I forget what we were talking about. Um, but yeah, I had a flashback earlier tonight of a couple of particular tables in my time, my 17 years of serving tables, uh, that were very mean. And I don't do well with mean people, so I was very mean back to them. I don't like people that are mean to their servers. Yeah. Yeah. Unnecessarily. It, All it, of our parents, by the way. Yeah. My dad has, I trained him pretty well to not be shitty to servers. I think Family is a nightmare to go out I with. I think it shows like a lot about people. Yeah. And I, yeah. Man. There's cool little things you can do though. Isn't it weird to think that there's no restaurants right now? Like people aren't in a restaurant eating no, food? No, All of America pretty much. That's insane. Yeah. That is a huge number of vacant spaces. I love that Donald Trump's big answer was to bring back being able to write off meals and entertainment on oh, your yeah. taxes. Like that. And I'm like, what? if restaurants aren't open, how are you going to write off meals and entertainment? <laughs> That's what he was like, we're going to look into like the, the deductibility. The deductibility of, <laughs> of the good old days of the deductibility. Well, I wouldn't be above it if he did bring it back no i think it's great but like that's not going to solve the fucking problem right now like that might be good in like a year that'll help <laughs> yeah, all like, of the large corporate entities be able to deduct the fucking shit off their great taxes, we, but we can take our clients to the, the strip club again yeah <laughs> you know like, exactly. come the fuck on <laughs> yeah um it is funny watching his speeches and like the, the things that he's excited about like how you can hear it you know like this some of the most mundane details that he gets like like maybe that was like something that was in his brain as a good idea and everybody was like yeah you can do that and he's like yeah i can do deductibility on corporate <laughs> meals tax <laughs> oh man funny guy funny mm. guy i did hear a story about i think it was in portland where dancers were making house calls oh smart see that's what i'm talking about ingenuity yep that's brilliant. Well, the internet too, man. You can take on the. Oh yeah. I got all the websites where you can like virtual. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you get tips while you're doing your things and yeah. stuff. But also, like, people still gotta have money to spend, you know. So. Yeah. Once it's gonna get to that point, it's like you ain't paying for strippers, you ain't paying for porno, you ain't. It's like restaurants are closed, but. How many people would be going out to eat right now? Really? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, So that was something interesting in the, when you're filling out the information for the SBA Disaster Relief Fund. Um, they, you know, ask if you do any nefarious, you know, jobs. Like if... if um, like if you're in the... Se- if you're a sex worker. If you're selling drugs. Yeah. Like, oh, do, wow. you know, have you been whatever? But then it's also... There's a, another question that relates to the porn industry. Basically, if you are in the porn industry then they're not subsidizing or they're not helping you with no a loan. yeah i thought that was interesting so somebody yeah. had to write make that decision and write to write that into the application yeah that's odd i mean because that means that someone is saying like well the moral compass stops here exactly yep that is moral compassing going on well, that is that a national thing or is that a yeah it federal is, it federal, is federal money yeah federal funding it's not Virginia thing y'all have had it too good mm. for too long mm-hmm. no relief yeah. I do love the fucking all the people that are like Bernie Sanders is socialist and then they're like give me my check <laughs> <laughs> man if the porn industry goes down. Think about how many of those Polaris three-wheeled machines are going to get repoed. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? I mean, it just seems like something you would own if, if you lived in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> or if you were like a porno producer. 
Just like a real shitty And he had thing a sh- like do. a slimy mustache and a shirt that wasn't buttoned all the way up. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it. I see all where right, you're yeah. going. Applicant is not engaged in any illegal activity. No principal um, with you know 50% or greater ownership is any delinquent on their child support obligations. Um, applicant is not an agricultural enterprise other than aquaculture. How is that going to help somebody just because you're built? Behind the, on your child support so a, payments. Huh? Yeah, so the so if you're behind on your child support payments and you own more than fifty percent of a of a business, then you can't apply for this loan. That doesn't make any sense. I'm though. just saying this is all the things. Applicant does not present live performances of a prurient sexual nature. Uh or derive directly or indirectly more than um, the minimum gross revenue through the sale of products or services or the presentation of any depictions or displays of prurient sexual nature. What is prurient? I don't know. There's probably somebody that it's Puritanical? their job. Some kind of bullshit. It's their job to define that. Well, you can check my Instagram page, federal government. I'll be shaking my ass for nobody. Also, no legal gambling is allowed. No businesses of lobbying and can't be a state or local government. But that's just for this particular SBA disaster loan. Those are the guidelines. Interesting. Mm. You don't get no help from the feds. You don't get your socialism handout. So, you know, good thing that doesn't encompass more than 50% of our... It's a good thing I quit (laughs) selling drugs. Yeah, Yeah. good thing it's only 48% or so of your income is prurient videos. Corey's video (laughs) chat room. Wait, what are you talking about? My <laughs> off-color sense of humor? <laughs> no, your side hustle. Oh, my side hustle? Also, did you guys read the article about how Walmart is selling more tops than bottoms? <laughs> 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 Apparently over the last like three weeks or whatever, they've noticed an uptick in the sale of tops, like shirts, mm-hmm. uh, ties, you know, things that go on <clears throat> up top, but not. In pants. Oh, right, because everyone's video conferencing. Exactly. Hilarious. I thought you were saying because we were all getting Winnie the Pooh bodies. Oh. <laughs> Sitting around eating all day. <laughs> that could be, too. I like that. I like the idea. Do you do you work in your underwear when you're working from home? In my PJs. See? Do you put on a nice shirt, though? No. Oh, man. that's See, I, I look, like... I look like almost exactly like I look right now. Oh, I like that visual of some dude well, in yeah. his boxers with a shirt and tie on. Like. So, Jonah, my, my friend Jonah, when I went to pick up my bicycle earlier, he came out and he was wearing his like stretchy running running pants, but he was like, yeah, I just took my <laughs> shirt and tie off. <laughs> I like that. I think that's funny oh, to me. Man. So funny. Anyway, what a world time, weird, weird world that we're living in. Um... On that note, we do have a song tonight. Yeah. Uh, we're doing, uh, this is for John Prine. Who's got the COVID. Yeah, John Prine, if you're still if you're still with us, stay with us. Uh, this is John Prine and Iris Dements in spite of ourselves. Cool. All right, y'all. Be good. Stay inside. Ride your motorcycles. Do them at the same time. <laughs> Bye, y'all. She don't like her eggs all runny She thinks crossing her legs is funny She looks down her nose at money She gets it on like the Easter Bunny She's my baby, I'm her honey I'm never gonna let her go He ain't got laid in a month of Sundays Caught him once and he was sniffing my undies He ain't too sharp but he gets things done Drinks his beer like it's oxygen But he's my baby and I'm his honey Never gonna let him go In spite of ourselves We'll end up sitting on a rainbow Against all odds Honey, we're the big door prize We're gonna spike Our noses right off of our faces 
There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. She thinks all my jokes are corny, convict movies make her horny. She likes ketchup on her scrambled eggs. Swears like a sailor when she shaves her legs. She takes a licking and keeps on ticking. I'm never gonna let her go. He's got more balls than a big brass monkey. He's a whacked out weirdo and a love bug junkie. Sly as a fox, crazy as a loon. Payday comes and he's a howling at the moon. But he's my baby. I don't mean maybe. I'm never gonna let him go. In spite of ourselves, we'll end up a sitting on a rainbow. Against all odds, honey, we're the big door prize. We're gonna spike our noses right off of our faces. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. In spite of ourselves, we'll end up a sitting on a rainbow. Against all odds, honey, we're the big door prize. But we're gonna spike our noses right off of our faces. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. In spite of ourselves. 